happy to have here live in studio Shane Sato, who did Hello. this gorgeous <laughs> book. Let's bring that close. And Deidre Teagarden's here. Hi, Hi, Deidre. How are you? This is a book called The Gopher Broke Spirit, and I'm getting a little light on the top. That's better, yeah. This is a gorgeous coffee table book that Shane is going to be talking about tomorrow, at, and uh, it's going to be a special talk happening at the Nisei Veterans Memorial Center. So tell us a little bit about it, Deidre. How did you find this book and invite Shane to come talk? Well, you know, um, Shane has been working on these portraits for the past 18, 20 years. And when I started at the Nisei Veterans Memorial Center, I had heard about this book. I'd seen some of the photographs. And it turns out that our great friend who helps us down at First Hawaiian Bank is also cousins with Shane. It's funny how Maui works. Yes. And uh, anyway, we all were able to get in touch with one another. Uh, But Shane has been taking photographs of many of our Maui veterans. So um, they have been talking to us about him as well. and, And you'll see their portraits in the book. But uh, when he said he was willing to to come out and share the book and do a little a talk story, we were just thrilled. And you know how we love our talk story series at the Nisei Veterans Memorial Center. Um, Absolutely. And you do wonderful. And the fact is, it's amazing that you can do these great talks for free. We have great supporters, everyone from CPB Foundation, Munekiu Haraga, um, Maui Sons and Daughters of the Nisei Veterans, Abby Carpet of Maui, Warren Orikasa and his family. So they uh, allow us through their generous donations to provide these speaker series and leadership series uh, at nearly, at often no cost and uh, to the public. So Shane will be wow. one of those on Saturday. So Shane, you grew up in Wailuku and your, your relatives were here and you'd go play when you'd come and, and actually Knew the old days of Wailuku and, and would run around Vineyard Street, right? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I noticed you got your Wailuku T-shirt on in honor of it, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to come back to Maui. Now, I was born and raised pretty much in Los Angeles. So uh-huh. I'm a Katonk. But the, uh, my dad's side of the family was all raised over here. They all lived right down the street from the, the station. And uh, I'm excited to come back and, and visit again. So... Tell me the story of this book. This book took you a long time. You went around and found these veterans, um, the Nisei veterans of World War II, right? So what, what made you want to do a project like this? I like to photograph things that I am interested in. And the stories of the Nisei veterans were always very important to me. And throughout my life, my parents, my mom, and my dad never really talked about these stories. Mm. And so that history was lost to me. And so later on, when I started working with these veterans, I realized how important these stories were and to continue to tell. So I wanted to keep taking portraits and um, and learning more about them. And even though my family said it wasn't important and uh, what they did wasn't important, and to just go out and, and become a uh, the best you can be and not worry about what they did. I really felt that through these veterans, I learned more about myself, learning and to be proud about what they uh, did and what how they went through the war. Did they how, were they involved? Did they ha- did they actually experience the the war and and did they know people that were interned? 
my mom's side was interned, and so they had their family farm taken away. Oh, my. And so they were all sent to post in Arizona. Wow. And so that story my, was rarely told to me. Mm. My mom would just say, oh, I, we went to camp. And mm. I said, wow, camp? Wow. That's great. How long did you get to go for? And she oh. said, four years. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, wow, that's great. When can I go to camp? Oh. I had no idea what it was. Oh, my gosh. And this is something that you really did recognize, that a lot of these the Nisei vets did not um, tell their family. I know you've said that story before, Deidre, that their family a lot of times did not realize what their parents had gone through. No, I mean, we hear it all the time that we hear it all the time that the families really didn't know what the the fathers, their husbands had gone through. And we often at the center see that a lot of times the veteran maybe t- told the grandchildren, you know, so it, it skipped a generation. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's why it's so important that the archives that we have at the center, it allows that closure and the family to learn about what their, what their father, grandfather, you know, husband. And you see it done. unfold before your eyes because you have the museum where people we have a, the ability to understand and share the story. Yes. And, and can I see some of the pictures now? Shane's a fabulous photographer, and I particularly love the way that you understand and capture the spirit of these amazing men. Um, and and the, the light and, the, oh, my gosh. Now, explain the story. Now, you went around and found these Nisei vets. Now, this is a man who had possibly family that was interned and decided to go ahead and serve and in the um, in America in the World War Two era, mm-hmm. and look at this gorgeous. I want to try to get the light off this picture. And that's this is Hiroshi oh. Arazumi. Oh, you know Hiroshi Arazumi. Well, Arazumi brothers. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so he's actually going to be uh, hopefully at the event. Oh really? And uh, this is actually one of my favorite photos. Uh, with the the as you were talking about the darkness and the contrast, I really wanted to bring and out the, pride. the strength. Yes. The pride and the look in his eyes, yeah? I mean, that's a beautiful photograph. Now, did some of them still have, when you went around to these veterans, did some of them still have their uniforms? Very few did, mm-hmm. but the ones who did have their uniforms, a lot of them didn't fit anymore. Uh-huh. But some did actually fit, and they brought them and they wore them, such as this man right here. That's actually his uniform. Wow. Um, look at that. Look at that face. Do you know where, where where some of these men were serving? Do you know where he went actually to war? I mean, I know there was a group in Italy. Yes. Most of them were in Italy, but some were part of the MIS or some were in the Pacific. Um, but the majority were from... Oh, look at that photo. My gosh. And he's, he's so small in that <laughs> uniform. And look at the shaka. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, how sweet. How old is he? Well, Willie, we just lost Willie. We just Willie. lost Willie. Oh. Um, but he was from, from Maui, Willie Gu. And, uh, yeah, his... Uh, oh, my gosh. What an amazing story. We had the honor of seeing him at the center a number of times um, over the past several years. And we're so sorry he's no longer no longer with us. But, um, but he was captured in spirit there. Yes. And you have the story, obviously, on the other side of the page and because you were able to do a little background on each of these wonderful. Yes, and like I said, we were really trying to talk story, get a personal story out of them, not necessarily just a historical one. Mm-hmm. So when possible, there's a personal story about uh, 
the veterans, which you really can't find anywhere else. And that's the way I really want to share these stories so people know the, the human side to them. And mm-hmm. then they can learn the historical parts uh, on the Internet or wherever else they would like to learn. Now, isn't it interesting? I'm, I'm kind of curious, Shane. You're obviously an amazing photographer, but I'm kind of curious about what your parents think now that they haven't really told you the background. But like you said, your mother just said she went to camp. And yet here she was interned in Arizona and and wasn't really in a summer camp. She was in an internment camp. Now she's seeing you do this work. Did she get a chance to see these photos or know about what you were doing? <clears throat> Unfortunately, my uh, father passed away at a, when I was a young, at, at a very young age. I think I was 16. Uh, my mother, I just lost her about three years ago. Oh. And that's when I was just in the middle of, of working on the book. And she saw the portraits, and she definitely did like them. But unfortunately, she never got to see the finished product and what exactly I was doing. Deidre, how many, um, just you know, for the people watching and on Facebook Live, how many of these um, heroic soldiers have you heard stories about that actually, you know, there were untold stories for years. And these were um, the Nisei, the people whose, a lot of times, families were interned in camps, and they lost sometimes everything. Yes. They lost their, some of them had businesses, some were lawyers, some were doctors. Um, They lost their homes, they lost everything. And yet, the men decided to prove their worth and their loyalty by going to war. Yes. Um, you know, and we, the, you know, Maui has a very large internment story as well. We had two detention sites on Maui, but we have had, um, you know, many families who were in the detention sites here and then sent on to the mainland and, you know, yet they come back and, you know, want to, want to do better for that next generation. I, I think if you look at the, the values of, of the, the men who served, you know, gaman, which is endurance, and oh, and gi, which is obligation, um, haji, which is shame. They wanted to make sure that they had this obligation to their family and to their nation. Uh, they didn't want to shame their families by not giving it their all, you know, not... So they all, you know, go for broke. That's what the go for broke spirit is. Well, some of the men were considered some of the best fighters in 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 the war. They were the the four four two and the hundredth, or the the hundredth and the four four two, are the most decorated. Uh, were the most decorated for any uh, unit in that for their size and length of service um, in the U.S. Army. And uh, they, what they did it was just, just absolutely amazing. And we've had the opportunity at the center, at the Nisei Veterans Memorial Center, to actually have these gentlemen come down and you know, share their stories. I remember when uh, Mr. Arizumi came in and was telling me about rescuing the Lost Battalion, um, just you know, so matter-of-factly, and was talking about how tired they had been coming off another battle, and they didn't have very much time to rest and they were told to go back out and, and rescue this this texas battalion and so he said you know they're we retired but what else can you do they told us to to do this so that's what we did and a lot of the men were lost in the war yes yes and we have 101 who were killed in action from maui alone so when you come to our center and you see that plaque outside um that's the the list of the 101 men who were um, who were lost. And this Sunday, of course, Saturday, we have Shane uh, coming in to do his beautiful talk story in the book signing. And then Sunday, we have a joint memorial service um, that um, 
uh, pays respect to the the first um, soldier who was who was killed in the war. Um, but that's on Sunday at two o'clock at the Nisei Veterans Memorial Center. So people are that is open to the public. You do not have to be Japanese American. You don't have to be a World War II buff. Um, you you don't have to have anybody who served, um, but to come and and share in the legacy and recognize of these men and recognize these these and, stories and try to right the wrong. And and a lot of yeah. people don't actually say it, but but they they were wrong. These people were totally they were you know, they, they were, were wrong prejudice and, and racism. It was and totally prejudiced and racism. And some of these people were so dedicated in doing good things in the community, but because yeah. only because of their race, they were lost everything. Yes put in in camps, and, and these brave men's story now are being told of how they gave everything. I mean, just to, to be able to prove their loyalty to the country. That's right. I, I feel like there's really been a resurgence, too. Uh, there's such a, an overwhelming uh, cry for these stories and to make sure that we don't make these same mistakes again. So yes. that's why it's so important to have um, talented individuals like Shane Sato who has taken many years of his life and um, a lot of his own money too to create these this book these capturing these stories um, and I like how he said it's 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 history but it's in a very you know conversational manner so when you read these stories they're very personal stories and yes you can go to the internet to find out more about the history mm-hmm. of World War II but you're not going to be able to find these personal stories and insights on the on the internet that picture tells such a story talking about a picture telling a story that face it has sadness it has reflection who was that was edward ikuma yes what was his story shane well um i can't remember his exact story right now but uh, he still lives in, in oahu and um he was one of the ones that uh went to fight in Italy, and when there's a monument uh, in Italy that um, they do a celebration for every year. Every year. And so he... I didn't know about that. Yeah. And they came out to uh, be honored, and a lot of the families and uh, uh, relatives came out to honor these Nisei soldiers every year during the celebration which is amazing out in Italy. They have something like this, but wow. out here, I don't think we have anything that honors just them, right? So Not not like they... And, and France also has a similar celebration um, mm-hmm. to, to, to thank these men. So I think next year there's a, there's a big tour um, going back to those, those two areas. But yes, um, it's, uh, it's very heartwarming and uh, to know that after all these years, their story is alive and well in not only the hearts of Americans, but uh, in the hearts of many in, in, in Europe as well. Well, uh, Shane, you've been able to capture their spirit so beautifully and memorialize their story. Um, and your photographs are, are just amazing and, and in capturing that. Um, GoForBrokeSpirit.com is the site you have. This book will be available at the Nisei Veterans Memorial Center. A few, a few pl- people can still get um, some seats for free at one thirty at the Nisei Veterans yes. Memorial Center. So, so please come down. We do have copies of the book. Uh, you can purchase your book 
um, ahead of time or you can purchase it on Saturday and get it signed while Shane is is still in town. So they make they make gorgeous holiday gifts um, and they're it's a it's a beautiful piece of history. It's, um, that that is the happiest face that is in the book. Who is this man, Masato <laughs> Yamashita? His name is Mach, and uh, he actually brought. Uh, he was a baseball fan before the war, and they played a lot of baseball in internment camps to kind of pass the time. And so when he came back, he they formed a lot of uh, Nisei baseball leagues, basketball leagues, things like that, because they were not allowed in other. Uh, regular league so wow. they form their own and so that is why on the mainland at least as well as probably here in hawaii there uh these japanese nisei leagues were a part of every kid's life i played basketball i played baseball i went fishing everybody did really? that and those are the kind of things that the younger generation they know that they did they play mm-hmm. these sports but they don't know exactly why mm-hmm. or and and this kind of tells the history of why this happened. He's got that baseball in his hand. Yes. Yeah. Look at those hands. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful work, Shane. I just have to say, you've done a beautiful job with these photographs. Look at that man. Oh, my gosh, with his gun, and he's so small. And, oh, my gosh, Frank. Each of these is a, each of these is a story. Each photograph has a story. Yes, each of it's a story. And what I really want to do is have this coffee table book on people's desks, coffee mm-hmm. tables, or wherever else, and have people uh, and the families talk about it, uh, mm. uh, share the stories with the kids. Because like I was saying before, my history was lost, and I don't want that happening to the younger generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, any kind of, uh, it, and this could be stories from, uh, doesn't have to be Japanese American, Any anybody could t- share their stories. Um, and everyone's story is important, and that's really, really what is uh, what I'm trying to do is have people open up and talk about things where uh, my family never did. And I understand why they didn't, mm-hmm. but I wish they did, and I, w- I wish I asked more questions when I was younger. But, you know, now you've made up for it. <laughs> I right? hope so. I hope but they you have, like Because it. there was that puka, that hole. Um, you went and filled it with all this amazing work and these great photos and the stories, and you helped all these other men um, who were serving and honoring them with this legacy of these gorgeous photos. So so thank you, Shane. Um, GoForBrokeSpirit.com. The book's available. It's a great gift. You can come to the Nisei Veterans Memorial Center tomorrow at one thirty. Yes, we have a we have a seat for you. So yep. come on down. It's free. And um, and please, um, you know, take your time, learn the story, share the stories, yes. and keep that go for broke spirit alive. And it's uh, go the go for broke spirit and uh, portraits of courage indeed. Thank you so much, Shane. You did a great job with this. It's a beautiful, beautiful work of art. Thank you. Thank you. Aloha. Aloha.